Hey everybody, this is Mr. Big Mouth, aka Dante, and I am chilling here like on like covert hell because they didn't open up the fucking gyms and I'm about to lose my mind. But I'm with my homeboy HC. What up, HC? What's going on, man? You know, you had me open a brand new Jack Daniels bottle. Loving it. I got a drink in I my did. hand. I'm ready for this. Your drink was for me? It was for you. Only for you. It was... Oh, fuck. I haven't opened it. I cracked it open. I... It's just... It was there like, on my little uh, cubby where I keep all my alcohol. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, boom, let's do it. Why not? Which Jack Daniels? Because I like a lot of Jack Daniels. Which... Yeah, whiskey. I mean, are you kidding me? I'm going to go on a podcast. We're going to... If we're going to dig deep, mm-hmm. might as well just open the whiskey. Well... Because, you know, I have my two favorite Jack Daniels, which is Jack Daniel Apple and okay. Jack Daniel Honey. Oh, honey. Yes. So those Good. are... And they, but right now, I'm drinking oh. my um, Angry Ultra's um, beer. So, shout out to Angry Ultra. Yeah, hey, hey. Yeah, because I don't... Hey, Angry Ultra. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, because I can't... <laughs> the crazy thing is I cannot drink Corona... And all that other shit, not the real Corona, like the you know, not the virus yeah, the Corona, drink. the the drink. I I, I I wonder if their stocks have gone down. The Corona beer. It probably went up, friend, because everybody's been drinking during this virus. To be honest with you, in my head, I made my own coronavirus drink. So what I did. Uh, okay, okay, you better bring it down, guys. I'm confused. Doing you, you make your own Corona. Okay, okay. So when the coronavirus came out and everybody was getting alcohol, mm-hmm. I brought a Corona a Corona beer. Mm-hmm. I put two mm-hmm. shots of tequila. Mm-hmm. I put a little bit of vodka. Mm-hmm. And then I put like a little red sweetener. You know the red that they usually put in there just to yeah, sweeten yeah, yeah. it up? Then I shook it up. And then I turned around and said, Here, have a Corona shot because you're going to get fucked up like Corona. Oh shit! So you were living your life. You were living your good life. I I I I was, and I wound up passing out on the floor. So I said, "Oh my god, this is just like Corona. People passing out and dying and shit." Well, but it's the thing for me when Corona happened. I think it was like you know time stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it was my time because you always you're in the hustle. You're moving. Oh my god, you need to. Go in that one direction, you need to bring home the bacon, make the money, mm-hmm. everything stopped. So I figured, wait, I could be like a like a teenager, a reborn teenager, play video games, mm-hmm. and do this other shit, like, bullshit that, you know, you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Like, watching Netflix for the whole day, not, not being productive. And I was loving it, you know? It was kind of like a break. Oh, yeah, and drinking. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, of course. But you know what? If you think about it, in other countries, they have an hour that they just don't work and just relax. Yeah, in Spain, they have the siesta. Yes. You motherfucking go to sleep. Yes. And you get paid for that shit. I'm sorry, go home, take a little siesta, you know, not mm-hmm. to be confused with a piñata. Yes. And then, and then you fucking go back to the work. work. Yes. Because I need that. I need an hour because people get on my motherfucking nerves sometimes. I'll be like, you, shut up. <laughs> and then they say, they say, they say, you can take a, a break. And then my break is not really my break because they want to call me and bug me for bullshit. So I'm like, this is not a real break. Okay. 
But okay, so I gotta tell the people how we met, okay? Because we could yeah, the way we yeah, talk, we go, could talk for forever. It. So first off, guys, you know, apps are fun not just to have sex, but to make friends. And I made fr- uh, friends with, um, I think you heard your homeboy Jay, uh, doing yes. the podcast. He's, so, he's well, he was one of my best friends. Yes, your best friend, and then. Jay introduced me to you via Growler. I said he's cool. We exchanged information and everything just flowed. Usually it's some bullshit or um, but like, but it just flowed so well. And then we started talking about podcasts yeah. and it just went from there. And I was like, oh my God, like HC is like really fucking cool and cool as hell. Yeah, from all the places, from Growler. Yeah, let's go to a sex site, and then we're talking about podcast. Yes. Said, Sorry, and then we're talking about podcast, so it's cool, you know? I like that. Yeah, and that was that. That was the cool thing about, about it. And I was like, I was like, you know, we definitely got to do something together and whatnot. Um, what did you do this weekend? What did I do this weekend? This weekend, what did I do? Well, I'm preparing to get a few days off. Okay. So I was. I'm trying to figure out what to do this weekend. Well, my my weekend starts Thursday, Friday. It's not like a regular weekend. Uh-huh. Oh my, it's weird. So I was doing a lot of things to prepare for next week because I'm going. I'm taking a week off from work. So I'm mostly prepping to go road tripping back Ooh. here home. So that's the plan. I want to hit the beach, go to the beach, and normally you cannot do the beaches now. Mm. But I've been doing a map of secret beaches around around the island. You make so that sound I'm so. Be, huh? Oh, you make that shit, shit sound so dirty, like secret beaches. Yeah, because you're not supposed to be in the water. So fuck it. I'm gonna be off. I'm gonna be getting my little cooler. And mm-hmm. my little happy ass is gonna find an unsecluded beach, and I'm gonna go there, and and I reserve the right to take out my clothes and get into the water with no clothes on. You know, I'll <sighs> I'll once I pass that threshold, I'll make a decision. Are you going with somebody during this? Yes, right now I'm planning. There's some there a few friends of mine who are down for the mission. Uh, uh, some days are, it's gonna be during the weekday, so I might do a solo mission, but that's okay. My best best experiences have been when I've been doing solo missions. They're always the best. Guy. Solo missions are always the best. Like when I tra- before I used to be like, oh, I want to travel with my friends. Like why nobody wants to travel with me? No. Now I travel by myself and I meet my friends wherever and I do whatever the fuck I want to do. I could be a thought when I want. I could I could have that W I could mess with some WAs, you know what I'm saying? W A? What's a WA? So do you ever heard um uh WAP? W- no, you're gonna Oh my me god, H C have you not heard the Carly B song? No, it's been so controversial. <laughs> No, well, yeah, I have no Cardi you means. I have personal their songs, but perhaps so, they've got lost in translation. So, <laughs> d- yes, WAP is wet ass pussy, right? Oh, wet wet ass pussy. But wet ass pussy. Okay. I don't like when I'm fucking around with a dude for him to say fuck my pussy cuz it's eternal for me because then I'll just fuck a pussy. So I just say <laughs> W-A, wet ass. Like, it's very easy. Yeah, wet ass. Yeah, a pussy. I don't, yeah. Like, it's a tight 
hole. Don't make it into a pussy. I'm not, for me, for me, I'm not a woman. So for me, it takes me away from the mm. moment. No, you're going to fuck the ass. Oh, I'm going to fuck the ass. That's what it is. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, like, it's like, it's like, you know, like there's some, there's some judges like, okay. I, my my guilty pleasure show is RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. okay. So my guilty pleasure. And then some of the judges, when the contestants are like, they paint different shades, it's like, I'm sorry, you take me away from the illusion when you don't paint yourself. Bitch, you take me away from the illusion when you call it a pussy. <laughs> so, take me away from the illusion. Call it an ass, brother. It's easy. A-S-S. It has less words than pussy. Okay. It sure does. And less... <laughs> And less functions because sometimes you can get lost in the pussy. You really, really can. Yeah, and pussies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, like that's good. That sounds so awesome. It's I've always wanted to do a backpacking trip. So I I listen. The next podcast you come and come on, you have to tell I'll me a story. Definitely. I have a story for you. Ooh, I love stories. I'm ready. So, Talk to me. last night, well, not last night, like kind of early this mo- early morning going into the night, I was at my um, best friend's house and he has a park around his house. I was like, bro, I, the gyms are not open. I need to go on a run. I need to do a run. Mm-hmm. So, I'm doing a run. I'm doing a run. I'm, I got my little mask on. I'm running. And was, was it like a sexy run? Like, like oh, it was oh, shoulder to shoulder. It was it was like I need to lose weight run. So <laughs> it was that. Uh-huh. It, it's like I'm kind of tired, but so I'm running. I got my basketball shorts on, my tank top. I felt cute, and I'm walking. I'm running. So then I see like like multiple guys in like a corner somewhere, and I was like, oh. my gator went off. I was like, they're fucking. Mm-hmm. I said, they are fucking. I know they're fucking. So I'm like, oh, okay. So why? No. Being nosy, I'm stopping. I'm like, oh, let me stretch this out because this looks good. <laughs> and mind you, in the area was in the Heights. So it was like Latino fucking. So I was like, oh, oh this God. is this is some hot. I can see the stars in your eyes. What? I'm glazing. My eyes was like so bright. So I was like, I was like, oh my god, let me stretch. Wow, I'm like, he's taking a lot of dick over there. And then all of a sudden, mind you, the guy, this beautiful guy is walking. Well, he wasn't beautiful at first because he had a mask on. And I was like, oh. So then he pulls his shit and he starts grabbing his dick and whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's a. Are f- they seeing you? So the other guys, so the other guys, or you're kind of like incognito. I'm incognito, right? So behind a bush, behind a bush. "Mm, No, no, no. I was by a, I I was by, I was by the bench, and they was over there by a tree, fucking. Okay. And I'm like, this is kind of hot. So the guy comes, right? Another guy comes, but he's not a part of that group, and he. He's walking, he grabs his dick, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of hot. So I'm like, I'm like, we're not going to play who has a big dick here, because I do. So I grabbed my <laughs> dick, and I was like, fuck. Wow, do, do, uh, do tell. What? And I was like, uh. And for someone so short, I said, that's a big-ass dick. I was like, that's a, that's a Dominican dick right there. And like, normally they are. Do you know the law of the L? 
like if if they are if they are like tall, they're they're they might not have a big dick. Not always the case, but if they're short, they have a longer dick. I did not that's, know the law of the L. That that's how we say it back home, here here in Puerto Rico. The L. You know? Oh, so like okay. if they're tall, they're short, and it's like I'm like your hand is imagine your hand like a pistol. So you turn around, your thumb is short, but then your index finger is long, so Well as you see so, both of my, my, my L's are long, so <laughs> Well actually yeah, actually it is rather long actually. You're <laughs> You so silly, I can't. Okay, you know, they're whiskey. <laughs> so 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 then it got freaky. So he was actually in running clothes also. So then we just started like we was jogging together in like a awesome it was like dark and secluded. Okay. Just dark and secluded. Mind you, I'm not really worried now with the parks. So usually you have to worry about the parks because like cops will pop up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But these cops are on strike and they're not feeling made as the Bosio right now. So they're like, go fuck yourself. Do whatever the hell you want to do. So they was so then we run to like this this bench where it's like super duper dark. You can't see shit. And then it went from him being five six to him being six something. Cause he jumped on top of my neck and was kissing on my neck. Pull oh, pull my basketball pants down and starts going to work. I was like, this is some hot ass shit. Now, then we turn around, now we're fucking, right? I don't know how the fuck he pulled out a condom, but I was like, oh, because at first I was like, I can't do this because I don't have no condoms. Then he was like, don't worry, I'm prepared. So I'm like, you do this before. You did this before. You're, of course, you're prepared. of course. You're prepared. I'm transfixed on your story, okay? So, this went from a regular thing to like now it's a porno now because he got freaky pulled off all his clothes he's damn near butt naked and we start fucking on the bench and all over in the, in the spot and i'm like being nervous like oh my god let me pay attention he's like he so he he was he's dominican so he was like no 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 don't worry about that i got it i was like okay and the whole time give me that nut Give me that dick. I was like, oh my God, this is so hot. In the midst of us doing it, I was like, let's see how freaky he really is. I said, yo, let me see your feet. He had the prettiest feet. I was like, oh my God. So so you like feet then? I like nice feet. I just started getting into the feet thing. So I was like, oh my God, he has some nice ass feet. So then we went from there to me fucking him on the bench. As we're having sex, it starts raining. I was like, this is not the only greatest porn ever in my life. What is this? A no fucking no the sexy notebook? Shit. It what? <laughs> what? It was so awesome. It was so motherfucking rain. Oh. Fucking Are you fucking kidding? I'm me? dead serious. Random I... sexy sex. Oh wait, let me add rain to what? the scene. It was so it was so hot and I was like this is like such the hottest shit ever. So then after we finished, right? We start getting into deep conversation about culture, Dominican culture, black culture, Spanish culture, ignorance. It was like such the hottest thing ever. I was like I'm probably not going to ever see see this person again. But 
at the end of the day, I gave them my number, and I was like, this is some hot shit. So, yeah. Did he ever call you back? This was yesterday. This was literally yesterday. Oh, oh my God. This is fresh from the microwave. This is fresh. Are you fucking kidding me? This is fresh. This is fresh. You podcasted me at the right time. This was fresh. No, this is perfect. You were telling this story, first of all, hot story. And second thing, you reminded me of... Main, uh, first, okay, let me, let me give you the let me give you the dish. Ooh. I love going a lot to Spain mm-hmm. for Bear Week. Bear Week. Bear Week, yes. And, for, for, I consider myself a chocolate bear. For for just 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 not to cut you off, but for my listeners who don't know, mm-hmm. what is Bear Week? Okay, so Bear Week. It's a celebration of being a bear. And what a bear is or <clears throat> is a kind of like a subcategory of mm-hmm. being gay. And let me kind of elaborate how I have come to understand this, okay? So you have, when people think of gays, they might think of like young, 20-something, we're going to party, whatever. They're skinny, they're young. And that's what they might think as the stereotypical gay. It's not... It's not, it's not set in stone because that's against the stereotype because gays come in different shapes and forms. But the bear scene started as honoring the hyper-masculine. Can you imagine like uh, a guy in a lumberjack, you know, plaid shirt with an axe, okay. uh, burly, hairy, a man's man. So that's how the whole bear <laughs> culture started with, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, including manly men who have so quote unquote happens to be gay. Mm. Now that has evolved, but uh, now a bear is like a big guy. It could be chubby, uh, it could be skinny, it could be hairy, not hairy, but mostly is a man of size. Okay, you know that it's manly. So I love my big guys. You know, I love this. You know, hey, it could be skinny, it could be. But you know, yeah, I gravitate to you know that that manly rare, rare man, football player types, so to speak. Sometimes, anyway. Um, so, I there is a bear week event in Spain, mm-hmm. in a, a small town called uh, called Sitges, and it so happened to be oh, the gayest. I know Sitges. Yeah. Have you heard of Sitges? Yeah, we went over over there, not too far from Barcelona. You just take you could take a um, car right over there. Yes, yes, or a train. Yes, absolutely. It's from Barcelona. So that place is by the coast. See, imagine a coastal, uh, a, a coastal town, and that's what it sitches, and it's all fucking gay uh, during that week, and they have gay bars and everything. So, my first time going there a few years ago, I was not prepared for this. <laughs> Again, I was not prepared for this. I go there, and a chocolate man like myself. Is highly sought out. I am uh, like we go there, Dante. We are gods over there. Mm. Like it's, I never had that experience. I was walking and I have men getting me and oh, you're so beautiful and grabbing me. I have this guy just stealing kisses from me, and there was this hot. Uh, it was so hot, you know. It was this guy who came to me and he goes. He didn't say a word, <clears throat> and he goes. He grabs me on my face and he. Gives me this deep French kiss, like right there on the street, mm-hmm. along with the other bears. And then I go, "Whoa, what's your name?" 
and then he grabs my hand. And he goes, "Where we're going, we don't need names." <laughs> and he grabs me, he calls a taxi. We get into the taxi. We go to his apartment, and we have the most kinkiest of the sex ever. Like we were, he was. He had like rubber things. He had toys. He was all out. And he was he was getting aggressive. I was getting aggressive because he was into that. And it was this hot, manly sex. I didn't. I didn't. I know he was French. I just didn't. Never got his name, but it was hot. Mm. So, <laughs> how long was you there for? I mean, how long were you in the sex for? In in you mean in citrus? No, no, no. I mean, how long was you having sex with this French person? About three hours. Because we were jumping from one thing to another, I feel like we're doing this the like, bed that we will do a thousand positions, like we will move around, and we were. Dude, I was, I could, I, I was drenched, mm-hmm. like I was sweating like a cocker spaniel. Like, mm-hmm. are you fucking kidding me? Like, I was just, it was hot as fuck, and I like Spain because it's so progressive, it's mm-hmm. so like amazing. I say, and I like that. I say Barcelona is like. Miami mm-hmm. and New York put together. That's how I feel Barcelona is. It's like Miami and New York put together, you yes, said? Yes. Because it's oh. busy, but it's chill. And it's not like rushing, like rush, rush, rush. But it's still like a lot of things to do. A lot of activities go- going on like New York. I love, I love it. it. And again, I love it there. And I am highly sought out there. And I love that. You know, like, hey, I, I, here, here in my island, I also, hey, if I want to go out, I, I, I'll get what I need to get. But over there, it's effortless. It's mm-hmm. just they come to me as opposed to me. So used to going for the hunt mm-hmm. and going for what I want over there. It was so refreshing that they will come to me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have that experience before. And it was fucking awesome. That's lit. Now, I want my viewers to know. So, H.C. is a beautiful chocolate man and a beautiful Puerto Rican. If not hear the accent, a beautiful Puerto Rican chocolate man. man. Do you get, do you get like, the ignorance of, and do you feel as ignorant when people say, oh, you're Dominican? <laughs> Automatically. I get everything. Like, I'm a Dominican, I'm a Jamaican. I'm a Dominican, I'm a Jamaican. Oh, where you from? On island, people will start talking to me in English because they think I am a tourist. Mm. And like, no, 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 no. Talk to me on my, on my mother tongue. You know, like just to kind of mm. be playful. <clears throat> but yeah, but I get that all the time. People think, oh, I thought you were. After they get to know me, and they even friends of uh, friends of my and coworkers, mm. <clears throat> they will say, oh my god, when I first met you, I thought you were, as, as they say here, a gringo. Yeah, which means that you are uh, yeah. American. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I thought you were, you were a, a gringo, like you know. And I was like, "Who the fucker? I, I, can you hear my Spanish?" Like, yeah, I thought that you learned it somewhere else. Like, no, bitch, <laughs> I speak better Spanish than you do, you freaking idiot. <laughs> what the fuck? I can teach you a few things because your Spanish is horrible. I will be like that. Dude, your Spanish is horrible. I can teach you a few things, so you know. But yeah, it's, 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 it's so weird. And especially like, <clears throat> I was I was born and raised here, and then I live on the States. Mm. And it's so different. The 
dynamics mm-hmm. uh, the race dynamics are so are so different because here in Puerto Rico <clears throat> growing up we're like oh we're all Puerto Rican we're all Puerto Rican we come in different shapes size colors whatever mm-hmm. so I was just growing up with that you know I'm Puerto Rican mm-hmm. we're part of this tribe you know you know what age you know how old I was when I found out that I was black Oh, please, let me know. 30? I was. I found out that I was black when I was 12. Okay. That, yes. That's like, not a bad thing. Like, you might, you know, and it was because MTV was coming now and cable and all this shit. So we were, you know, the world was opening up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, so I kind of, I started, it, started, it was a journey for me. So let me ask this question, and then I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go back to being a slut again. But let me ask this question. Question. You know, it's always this big thing, and you know, I've had multiple conversations. As you know, I'm 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 black and Dominican, but I was raised here, so all I basically know is my black roots. I knew my father was a little bit different because he had a deeper accent than you and he spoke Spanish. I think that's one of the reasons why there's things that I still understand being a kid because he he passed away when I was young. And then, you know, always getting a different, um, the different, yes, when, like, I, at one one time, I didn't say, I wouldn't tell anybody if I was Spanish. I'd be like, I'm not Hispanic. I wouldn't say nothing. I would say that I'm black because then I have to prove it and I got to speak Spanish. And I'm like, look, motherfucker, I'm raised from here. Like, I ain't got time. I know what's in my bloodline. Like, this is what it is. So at one time I was like, fuck it. I'm not telling nobody shit. And then after a while, I was like, it, when I went to the college, I was like, you know what? Let me embrace this. You know, let me like, yes. this is what it is. And if you don't like it, I don't give a fuck, you know. But going back to that. Do you feel there's a difference or it's basically the same from PR and DR with the whole saying your culture, knowing who, what your culture is, saying the light skin versus the dark skin and the dark skin versus light skin? Do you feel that? And like, well, in, again, in Puerto Rico, when we were here, like, you were like, it was, it's, how do I explain this? It was all, we were all one culture. We see it as a one culture, but okay. we all share the same language. So if there's a glue that connects us, which is the language. Mm-hmm. But within the same culture, there's racism. Yes. Because, because and you see it on the media growing up, uh, on the telenovelas. Mm-hmm. All the telenovelas. Yep. They all like. Reported from Mexico. So. All the 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 protagonists are have European features, blue mm-hmm. eyes, blonde, all this, you know. And and they were really they were taking like they're beautiful people, you know. And then the dark skinned people, the brown, the blacks, they were the 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 priest, they were the maids, you know, or mm-hmm. perhaps they were the villain. So so that 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 we saw it trickled down also in um, in the culture. Uh, also, we are a mix. A Puerto Rican is made of three races: is the native Indian that mm-hmm. live here, the Spaniard, colonial Spanish from, from Spain, and the African. 
So all those three races, they intertwine them, and that's why you get some Puerto Ricans are tan, or like Jennifer Lopez, and then some darker, some darker Puerto Rican like Roberto Clemente, the baseball player. Mm-hmm. So it's such a mix. But then I started to notice when I when I realized that I was black, where you know black Puerto Rican. I came up with my life, but it wasn't until I moved to the States that I saw a great racial divide. I was like, uh, that I will never be able to unsee. It was for me, it was really hard to see that. Because mm-hmm. um, it was it was unspoken. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, I, I can feel it. I could feel the, the nonverbal of people walking and the different groups that you see the whites here, the blacks here. And it was so unspoken. And I was like, but you could see it. So for me, I, I felt the, the division. So for me, that was a little bit, uh, it was hard to get culture used shock. Like, now nah, I, I understand it's a cultural thing. It was a culture, it, it was a, it. it was a culture shock for you. Oh yeah, it was, it was, it was. So, but then after being open to that, uh, to that size, so to speak, living in the States, I was kind of rewinding the, the, the cassette player when I was a little kid. Yeah. And I saw there were a lot of instances that teachers and 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 classmates were racist to me. I just didn't didn't realize that mm-hmm. at the time. You know, um, I, I remember there was this little girl that we used to get on the bus from after school. She was like, "Oh, don't get to me because I'll get dirty." And then and then she will be saying like, that, "Okay, I'm not dirty. Like my shirt is clean." But there were some nuances to what she was saying. I just not always not catching it on, mm-hmm. and or the teacher saying, "I figured something out in in school." Like she put something on the on the board, and then she left it overnight. And then the next day, I kind of figure it out. It's like, "Oh, why do you write it down and ask your mommy for help?" She wasn't able to believe that I figure it out. But again, I didn't see that at that point. So okay. there were little nuances. Is still. Um, it's trickled down, I think, and it doesn't matter what culture you go, it's mm-hmm. there, you know? Yeah. So, so it's interesting. So, so, a good question, and I know because, unfortunately, you're not a part of um, the Dominican culture, and that's one thing I want to try, I'm trying, as me and you've been talking, I'm trying to get... People together from different cultures, Colombia and Colombian, Dominican, Black. I'm just trying to get those cultures to do a multiple um, Zoom, so we all can talk up and talk about this um, issue. And I, like I said, I don't feel it as an issue. I feel it as learning each other and saying, like, listen, this is how we can help. This is how we can make uh, a difference, and understanding each other's experience. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. It's it's been such a big thing about, um, well, the Dominicans don't feel they're black. The Dominicans don't feel they're black. The Dominicans don't think they're black. So, I'm as I'm as I'm breaking it down, and like I've even said said the same thing. I think the way you said it kind of clicked in my head. I think that it's culturally. They're like my culture is from DR, but it's still a divide of 
Nope, nope, nope. I'm not black because of so much trauma that has been in the in the in that country dealing with it. The, the the assassinations of Haitians, dealing with people who yes. don't want to um, be considered, don't want to be dark because they don't want to be considered Haitian, coming over here and like you said, coming to the States, you see the difference and you're like, okay, this is, you going by my color and you're doing this and... And you get more educated to different things. And when you go to college, it's yeah. like a big boom for you. You know what I mean? Yes, I agree. And well, I no, I what you were saying though. I think in the Latino culture, as opposed to like in, you know being being black and Latino and being black on the states is different. We are hope this makes sense. We are Latino first, mm-hmm. black second. Okay. In the states, will be black first, American second. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, that's how I have come to understand this. Is like we're Latinos first, even though we are, you know, like I. That's how people see. Like I know I am a chocolate Puerto Rican. That's it. One line. Mm. I don't divide it. But but as a culture in Puerto Rico and even in Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic, mm. it's like they are. Latino first and then black second. Mm-hmm. And what I know about the Dominican culture is that is that there was such a rift between the Haitians and the Dominicans. It was like bloody murder. And then when historically on the historic book, history books of Santo Domingo, mm-hmm. when they have the generals and the warlords, they will paint them. They were dark skin like you and me, chocolate, but they will paint them in a light skin way so they could enhance the feature the, yeah, the features the European. you know and whoever lost the war they will join really 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 dark mm. you know and that was part of their of their of the history of our, and I, I know that I, I actually know a, a little a little bit that is not of Dominican history I do know do know that um, but there's more to explore but they going back to how Latinos see. They see themselves as Latino because of the language, which is Spanish. Mm. So they see that, and they see the <laughs> the color as a bonus, so to speak. Yeah, uh, I think it, if that makes any sense, that's how people see. No, I I understand it. Um, like I said, I have um, Dominican roots. Before my grandmother had passed away, and I had to see her in DR. She picked at me all the time. She was like, ah, "Why? I need you." No, my grandmother is just like my grandmother in the states before she passed. Very sarcastic, but very intelligent, right? Okay. So she she would joke around. She would roll high. She's like, and she would say it in Spanish. She's like, "Did you not learn Spanish? Complete Spanish yet?" So she was oh. she was turning around and saying, "Shady." She was a shady old woman. Shady old woman. And then she would come out and we would have discussions and she would be like, let me tell you something. And she said it in your way, but a little bit differently. She was like, you cannot take away from your bloodline of being Dominican, just like you cannot take away your bloodline of being black. She was like, it is what it is. So I said, I said, so like, am I Haitian? And she was like, you didn't come from a Haitian bloodline. You came from an African bloodline. She was like, that's what that is. She said, she said, now, do you have family that 
has Haitian because they married a Haitian. Yeah. She was like, but your bloodline isn't that. And I was like, okay, bitch. So I said, well, you know, <laughs> I was like, well, what about people who, you know, the makers say they're not, she was like, they're very ignorant. She was like, yeah. she said they're very ignorant because they don't want to be low rated and low class. And being in DR, you see it like, just like how they treat Mexicans here in America is yeah. how they treat Haitians there in DR. And it's yes. unfortunate. Like, like the maid, every maid that I went to and my friends had maids and they were like, in. No, 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 no. My friends had maids that were Dominican and light-skinned. Oh. The maids were Haitian. And, dark, and way, way darker than me or my complexion. I'm like, oh, Okay. And then I was like, well, where's some... And then the hustling kids, the kids that was trying to sell stuff on the street were Haitian kid and kids. But I didn't like how they were being treated and stuff. And stuff you know what I'm saying? So even if they said, do you want to buy some, I'll still give them money. Like, here, here's, here's, here's money. You know? So it's it like, I just think altogether, you know, no matter what country you from, there's always somebody trying to put you in a low rate. You know what I mean? Yes. And, the, and, the, and these are two races, so to speak. They are the same color, pigmentation, and you can still see how they treat each other. I know the Haitians, though, they, they don't see themselves as Latino. They see themselves as black first, Latino second. Um, and that's why there's such a... Uh, a riff. Uh, a riff between them because a Lati the Latino can't, it's culturally, they can't see that. Plus, they don't share the same language because it's French. It's French for for Haitian, for mm -hmm. Haiti. So, it's a, a lot of similarities, but they're not, it's not that many. It's just that they just, you know, it's, it's, it's so you, so you can see that it's not, they see Haitian, they perhaps they don't even see color. Maybe they see, oh, they're Haitian and that's it because, I'm sorry, buddy. If you see yourself in the mirror and you see yourself in the mirror, I'm seeing the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's interesting. I think you know? I think language has to do with a lot of that. Um yes. I think it, it does because like do I come out and say and you're right, the way you said it is kind of true because it's like me, do I see myself as Dominican first? No, because I was raised black American. Okay. But I know that I have um, Dominican uh, Dominican heritage as my culture. I won't, won't deny it now. I definitely won't deny it. So, you know, shit. I didn't, find, I didn't even know I was white. I had white in my family. I said, we have what? They was like, you know. <laughs> she, they said, you know, um, our, our father, your great um, grandmother is Scottish. I said, that's why I could drink like that. <laughs> the Scottish and the Irish they can drink. Yes, I was like, they can drink. I said, "Fuck, we white." So now we white, we white, we have Native American and and Dominican. Yeah. It's just a lot going on. Just a lot. I I I my my first exposure to a, like a Haitian man was actually in the states where I used to work for a, a transportation company. Mm -hmm. 
and he he you know he he used to clean the, the vehicles and then you know he could there was a, a like limitation on his of his language a little bit and then one day everybody has gone to work i stay he stay behind but then at some problem the bathroom door was having problem problem locking mm-hmm. and i went to use the bathroom and when i opened it he i saw the biggest event ever his dick biggest dick ever i have seen in my life at that point Stop and he was he was he was like that he, he didn't he was weird he didn't flinch like he was like, oh, okay and he kept taking a leak and i was like you know when i reacted i saw it and he's like you know and after that he started getting a little more friendly with me but you know mm-hmm. i was i was like no 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 Hector. no 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 well, but, well, you know, I've learned that with um Haitian because like my best my one of my best friends is a Haitian female. It's 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 this with all of us in our culture, we have this flair about it. If you're a Black American, you have a flair about you. If you're a Puerto you have this flair about you. If you're Dominican, yes. you have this flair about you. Like. Everybody has this type of swag, you know, what yes, makes us yes. different. But when I always say when Labor Day parade comes around or whatever parade comes around, you see that, you know, and it's the embracing of all that, you know. So we just can't let let the bullshit divide us. And I think what's great now in 2020 is that you can't be so ignorant now. Like, you can sit down there and YouTube and Instagram and have these conversations. Like, you can't be as ignorant as you want to be, you know? So, just... And you can't. And, for example, when when everything started with the Black Matters, Black Lives Matter movement Mm -hmm. with uh, with, uh, George Floyd and everything. Yes. I, I couldn't see that video. Mm-hmm. Like I saw the the pictures in the beginning of the video, and I looked away because I knew what was coming, mm-hmm. and my heart broke. Everything, like I, you know, because at the end of the day, he's a mirror image of me mm-hmm. and a lot of people. And it doesn't matter if you are Dominican, Colombian, Puerto Rican, we, you know, and you're uh, and you're a Black Latino. Your home, your the diaspora is Africa, mm-hmm. regardless. So even if you're a Black British, Black Australian, does no matter. Is we all come home is Africa, the same way that Europe is 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 home for white, you know, for the British, white British, you know, Germans, everything. They'll come from, you know, uh, Europe. So it's the same thing. So when I see that, it's a reflection of. Of could be any of us, you know, like when they come for the blacks, they're gonna come for all blacks. Mm-hmm. They come for the gays, they're gonna come for all the gays. Exactly. Um, so it, 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 you know, I hate saying it like that, you know, but it's the truth. So it, it broke my heart. So there has to be more conversation. And when people come to me and they ask me, oh, where are you from? This and that. Oh, you, why you sound like that? I don't get angry. I see it as an opportunity. To educate, know, Rico, man, and I just talking. Perhaps nobody has given that person a chance to 
coming to a bubble that they don't understand mm -hmm. and i'm here inviting you into my personal bubble and talking to you yeah. about the nuances of being black whatever mm -hmm. that means I, person, I yeah. think I think what's so stereotypical with um with being um African American, being a Dawson Latino or whatever, what's depicted of us is we're angry all the time. Everything yes. is angry. Like, why are you asking me if let me, hold on. <laughs> we're it's not it's not always like like that. Now I was I seen a situation where a young lady um who was white Italian lesbian? I was ha drinking my drink, people watching on my phone, and, and I didn't know my 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 flashlight was on. So somebody was like, "Oh yeah, flashlight on." Two Latinos were sitting there. She was there. They was conversing about Trump, blah blah blah. blah. You know, he starts a lot of shit. So I, I excuse me, I don't even say his name on my shit. Excuse me, the Cheeto Man. That's what I call him, the Cheeto Man. The Cheeto Man. Okay. Yeah, the Cheeto Man. So, um, they asked me to come sit, me, me, we're all talking, whatever. She says that she's a Republican and she's for Trump and whatever. The, um, Hispanic guy who, where was he from? Mexico, matter of fact, got really upset. And he said, I can't sit with you right now, especially if you're a fucking lesbian. I have to walk away from you because oh, wow. what just cuz she was she was like going for like I'm all down for what Trump's doing and stuff like that. Excuse me, Cheeto man is doing and stuff like that. So, um he you didn't know where the anger was coming from cuz you know we didn't know him except for one person. And she said, "Look at him, he's just angry and the, she so the friend was like, "You don't understand. He watched kids in cages and you don't understand that some of his family had to deal with that yes he was exactly. like he was like you don't you don't understand and you're not gonna understand because you're white and you're italian now what you forget about your history and i brought up i said well you know what was so funny about white people and black people and stuff that around the 1800s and stuff there was a point where we were all really together as immigrants and black people. Yes. We were all yes. together and we were low in poverty and stuff like that, but we were hard working together. And what made the divide, and I guess also it adds towards another another layer of, you know, black people so-called being angry about things. And I don't feel it's anger, but passionate and, and trying to be smart about it is that we were together at one time, and when it was said, you know what, they're strong together. Let's divide them. So we're going to give all the people who look like us houses and let them start have have a head start to what they need to do. And all they have to do is just say bye to the black people. That's where it was like, that's fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what people need to also understand is, one, educate and okay, in somebody who... It's, it's, it could be frustrating, but sometimes it could be a good thing to have these conversations. Yeah. And secondly, and secondly, don't forget that not all white people are this way. Because yes. if it wasn't for some white pe people, we wouldn't have been able to do the Underground Railroad without a little bit of help. 
And yes. at the end of the day, what people don't realize is that we, it's not, oh, I just need white people. Oh, no, I just need my yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, you mean uh, an ally. Yes, we always have to have allies. Like, even as gay people, we needed allies to do a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Saying using women women as bears that like, okay, I can't in in the in the um in the fifties and forties, like, okay, I'm gonna use you like you're my girlfriend, but I gotta talk to this per- person because if they see me sitting next to another guy, we're gonna go to jail. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it that, was strategic. Yes, and, and re- imagine we're in twenty twenty. That was only fifty fifty plus years ago. So yeah. that's some crazy shit. You know, and if yeah. you, and if you think about it, it's it's kind of going to the reverse roles again. With that happened at Stonewall, what's happened with Black Lives Matter? You know what I mean? It's kind of it's kind of doing the reverse. So it's it's sad, but it's it's a point of when are we gonna stop now? You know? Yeah, I I think I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you felt. I know when all when Obama was. Oh was impressive those eight years i felt i was uh high like a kite like i was so happy everything he was doing and it was so progressive and positive and yes. then cheeto man comes and he just kind of destroyed his legacy and he kind of festered this uh racism right mm-hmm. but in a sense even though i hated that i think that needed to happen so that a purge yes, can happen i agree and conversations and everything needs to happen because at the end of the day we still i still go through my microaggressions a day that mm-hmm. people don't notice and I, for people that know a microaggression might be a gesture it might be something that people say that could cause a trigger yeah and some people that when you see when some people is angry at something, it's not that they're angry at that moment. It's just that they have been dealing with so many things and so microaggressions in mm-hmm. their life. You know, for example, a microaggression could be uh, you're walking down the street and a lady clutches her purse and crosses the street because she sees you. A microaggression could be that you're in the Walmart parking lot and a person double clicks his car by the time you're passing by. Mm-hmm. Um, there's you you name it that's a microaggression and eventually people who are not black don't notice that they're not part of that so they don't know what those microaggressions can happen so yes so of this thing that is happening this purge needs to happen conversion needs to happen Mm -hmm. uh microaggressions they need to stop because it's fucking annoying as well i definitely want you to check out um chance chancy handlers um she did a documentary not the Uganda doc- documentary. It was another one. I think it was called White Privilege. Okay. Watch that. And you're going to see a lot of shit. A lot of how white people think. And even to- and even white people who... Shit, you would have thought they ass was black. And and think like us. You know what I'm say- saying? So, it's it really watch that. I really, um, I really promote that. And promote mm-hmm. that to pay attention to. You know what I mean? Um, on a lighter note. Yes. Let's get to porn. Because, um... <laughs> so, because, like... About it? Like, we got about four minutes. I know you have to go to bed soon. So... Well, I was having so much fun. Yes, I know. I oh, you was having fun? I'm having you having fun. That's what I, I like to hear. Uh, having fun. Um... So, let's talk about porn. Like... 
So I was watching beer porn. Yes, finally. It's the best porn ever, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? It was so... I was so shocked. So... What? I was was having... I was having horny time. And I was like, I have seen this shit so many times. Oh my god, I'm so over this. So then I just happened to click on something. I was like, well, what is that in his mouth? And I clicked it and it was two beers having sex. And I was like, wow, this is... uh, it's, it's different. I love it because there's not that BS. They go down to it to man, manly man, kissing, making out, fucking. And that's how sex should be. Not this romanticism. I'm like, oh, man, oh, oh, whatever. I, I listen. Well, listen, you know, some people like romance. So, you know, it, to each his own. But this was like some you good know, shit. I, see my porn, I want like boom, 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 skip it done, <laughs> kiss and rough play and this guy. Uh, yeah, man, it's the best. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I was, I was like, okay, oh, this is this is kind of hot. So what I told you the other time was, and please be a community. Don't get upset with me. Don't. What? I just need you know. I needed some help. I was like. These dicks are kind of small, though. Like, these dicks is, like, seven. <laughs> Not all of them. Not all of them. There's some movies, you know, like everything. There's some skinny people with no so so big uh, dicks. So, mm. it's a little bit of everything. You just need to screen your porn a little bit better. I, I Thank you. <laughs> so, so, like, so, don't get me twisted. Like, what was it? I can't, I, it was called Ble- Black Bleeder or some shit. Black Breed, Black Black breeders. Okay. There are like that. I like that 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 pornhouse. Yes, it was nasty and it was no. Because oh. now I don't like watching shit without con- with condoms. I'm like condoms. Oh, move yeah, this. Well, yeah, it takes away the illusion. Yes. Fancy. Yes, it makes me back into my reality where I have to wear them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I sat down there and I was uh, I was looking at it and I was like. Oh, this uh, this is a big ass dick up in here. All right, I, like, mm-hmm. I said okay, and now I'm into feet now. So I was like, oh, I got nice feet. So this is this you some need good to explore shit. that journey now, huh? And get back to me. Oh, this, the, the the feet journey. Oh, the the feet journey is lit now. If your feet are fucked up, because in, in some of my podcasts I talked about it. If they're fucked up, keep your socks on. Because it will traumatize me. I don't need your feet scratching me. I don't need none of that shit. Like I had, I had a couple of beers talk to me or Cubs. Mm-hmm. I would say Cubs, and then they'll be talking. I'm like, okay, all right, you know, you thick, but you cute. And then I'll be like, well, you know, you got nice feet, yeah. So then I see them, and they're like claws. I'll be like, see, you're not a real bear. Like, like I know it's the thing called bear and claws, and, and bear and uh, Cubs, but you're not a real animal. So you need to cut them shits, okay? Because that's not fucking hot. And don't show me that shit. Like, put a sock on. Yeah. Clip your nails. Like, please. So, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... PSA. It's a PSA. Public service announcement. Yes. Can I ask, what are, what are some of your... Fe- and do you have any fetishes? Do I have any fetishes? I like... Besides I the like man-man man and slapping like, somebody in the face? I'm trying to figure out. Normally, I like rough play. I like nipples. Okay, so you have so you like rough play and nipples. Yes, I love nipple play. So what is that? What is that like? Is that like I pull them hard? I I stab them? Like- no, no. It's I like when you when they suck and okay. they bite on it. Okay. And turn that pain into pleasure. Okay. 
I I love that. It's it's, it's like to go like you you could just touch. It's electrical for me. Everything gets turned on. So you wear harnesses and shit. No, I'm not yet. Like for me, it's a control thing. Like if I were to wear a harness and some goofball were to grab it without my permission and pull, it's like no. Why are you pulling? So I I think I will have an issue with that. Okay. But it's about relinquish control because I could I could let go, but I also need to be in control. So don't be pulling okay. me without per. If it's with permission, go for it. But if it's not, because people get stupid. Then I will have an issue with that. So I have not explored the harness. What about you? You like harness? No, I'm not into that shit. Like I'm not into harness. Don't beat me like a runaway slave. I'm not into none of that shit. Like it kind of, it kind of got me a little bit like off. Like when I'm having sex, somebody tells me, "Slap me," and I'm like, "Okay, okay." They be like, "No, okay. slap me." So I'm like, "What?" Yeah, no, no, I walked, I slapped the shit out of somebody one time, and they was like, yes, and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Thought I was giving you, like, dick really good, so I thought that was enough pounding from there. They was like, slap me in the face. I was like, okay. It gets kind of scary sometimes, but yeah. Like I said, the the feet thing is, 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 is my thing now. I've been very, like, ugh. And, oh, and now, since I just came back from Brazil... Um, well, that was last year, but Brazil, they lost my underwear, so I didn't have underwear for like four or five days, so now I don't want to wear underwear no more. They lost your underwear, you mean like the airplane? Like, they didn't lose them, they they just didn't have them for for four or five days. They couldn't find my, they couldn't find my, um, package, my, um, my luggage, so yeah. So I have underwear. So you were, you were commando. I was commando and loving it in Brazil. It was so awesome, like easy you access. The, you need to tell me a little more about the Brazil uh, trip another time. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. I we we can go on for hours. You have to go to Brazil if you have not been there. And the next place yes. I want to go is Salvador, because I hear that um, Brazil and Salvador is chocolate factory. So really, yes, it's Chocolate Factory, and I will be Willy Wonka with golden tickets. <laughs> oh, okay. I want to go there. I want my golden tickets. Yes, definitely, definitely. Hey, hey. Well, you know, this was one one of my uh, uh, not. I always have fun, but this was a fun, fun one because we just did this at a spare of the moment, and I'm so happy we was able to converse. And I want you back again. If we don't do, because I want to do a group one, one where you know this whole, whole Hispanic one. But if we don't get to do it, I definitely want you to come back and we can talk and talk about it again, and um, yeah. just talk about mad shit. And we can talk about other stuff too. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So I'm about to be out. Listen, guys, this was HC. Say bye, HC. Bye, bye, guys. <laughs> This was HC. This is Mr. Big Mouth, a.k.a. Dante. We are out of the building. Uh, Be safe out there. And please, 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 please use your common sense and vote so that the the orange man doesn't stay. Cheeto doesn't stay. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.